Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. All right, so before we take on this next subject, I want to remind you about our wonderful sponsor here at Love the Star. It is Boomer Jacks. Uh, you know, when you're listening to this podcast on Tuesday, uh, you this is the perfect time for you to get your reminder that you need to head over to Boomer Jacks later today for half-price bone-in wings. And then tomorrow, it's half-price boneless wings. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, they have you set up with the great wing specials. No better way to bring in 2023 than with some wings. And they've also got great drink specials for you every other day of the week. They've got drink specials starting at $3, $15 buckets of beer, wall-to-wall TVs for all of your sports-watching needs, live music. It's just a wonderful atmosphere. There are 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That's boomerjacks.com. Now, Brian, they are going to, it appears, play these games this weekend. Go, go ahead with it. I know they're, they were kicking around with the league uh, at league circles about the possibility of moving everything back, changing some things up. It does look like everything is going to go forward uh, as scheduled. And the schedule came out. The Cowboys will play the 3 o'clock slot the same exact time that the Philadelphia Eagles are playing the New York Giants and the same exact time that the San Francisco 49ers are playing the Arizona Cardinals. And these are going to be the games that the Cowboys are, are most interested in. Their own, obviously, uh, but doing a little bit of scoreboard watching, seeing if the Giants can help you out. Yeah. Uh, and if they're able to help you out, then seeing if, if the Cardinals can help you out a little bit. Uh, what the Cowboys enter this weekend with to play is that they've got They've got the at worst the five seed, the top wild card spot, and a date with the Buccaneers uh, on the road uh, wild card weekend as as their 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 lowest point. Uh, if they happen to win on Sunday and the Eagles lose, then uh, Dallas clinches the NFC East, and they will be either two or one depending on if the Forty ers lose. If the Forty ers were to lose, 
in that scenario with Philly losing and Dallas winning. Then Dallas would get the one seed. If the 49ers to win, Dallas would get the two seed. Uh, so a lot of different scenarios here uh, that could play out for the Cowboys uh, as they head into this Washington game. How much in your experience, uh, guys generally will say like, ah, I don't pay attention to it. Or like, maybe I'll take a beat. How much scoreboard watching do you think does go on on the sidelines for, for teams when they're in these sorts of positions? Like, like is everybody on the sideline going to be keenly aware of what's happening with Philly and San Francisco? Uh, I, I know from my personal experience, um, we were in a situation in Green Bay where, and we, at the time, Green Bay didn't have the mammoth scoreboard that they had. They didn't have, matter of fact, we went into the game. Mike Holmgren requested, requested that out of town scores not be put on the board. There you go. He, he requested it. And so we got, we got late into a game and we had it in hand. And next thing you know, the scoreboard lit up and the out-of-town scores came up. And it, so fact that we had won our game and we got help from another team that got us in the playoffs. So, but Mike requested that that all scoreboards at uh, Lambeau Field, uh, at least the out-of-town scoreboard, be turned off. And so we didn't know. We just played. And fortunately, we got the win. But in today's world of technology with communication, you know, you mean somebody doesn't have to be watching the game. You could just look down at your phone and pull up NFL.com, you know, or, you know, you could, you, you, you know, you could, you could always just check a score. So I'm sure there will be somebody um, like Todd Williams, who's yeah. direct director of football administration for the Cowboys. Todd watches the game from the sidelines uh, Will McClay generally sits in the coach's box and helps them chart uh, personnel groups. So I, he'll have access, you know, they'll be working. But my my guess is that Todd Williams will be on the field and will be monitoring what is going on in Philadelphia at the same time you're playing. And it is one of those instances where it, it feels like, okay, if you win your game and then ultimately Philadelphia and and San Francisco win theirs, uh, was it was it all for naught? Um, or w- is, is it a can't waste? take that chance? You can't no, you, take that chance. You, you, you can't. can't. You can't. Um, and at the end of the day, I, I think uh, while nobody would want them to, that maybe some Cowboys fans would lament, like at the end of it, like, well, what did we just play that this game for? So, Brian. I, I want to well, get around the, the thing. You, the thing you got to understand, though, Bob, is yeah. what if Detroit? What if Detroit beats Green Bay? You know, everybody's expecting Aaron Rodgers, and they're on a they're on a heck of a heater right now. I think four straight. This will be their fifth straight. But you know, what if what if all of a sudden, no, you get you you do get the Giants decide to play, and yeah. all of a sudden, um, you know, Jalen Hurts and man, I'm trust me. I, I took a lot of you know what from Philadelphia fans. I was having a discussion with a Cowboy fan on Twitter last week before the Eagles played the Saints. And I, the guy's like, well, what do you do? And I say, you keep playing until the Eagles win. And I go, I don't think they're I don't think I think Jalen Hurts is hurt more. And I don't think they're letting you know that. And you know, that's a conversation I had with my Twitter followers. And next thing you know, that thing goes viral on Philly, tw- on Philly Twitter. 
and I'm getting called every name in the book. And then Jalen Hurts practices, and I'm like, okay, let's see if he still plays. Didn't play. Well, this week, what's Nick Sirianni doing? I don't think it's gamesmanship. I think they have to play Jalen Hurts if they want to win. I know that Jalen Hurts isn't healthy enough. You know, he's dealing yeah. with he's dealing with the shoulder. And now how different is that def- or excuse me, that offense going to be for Philadelphia now? Can you afford, if you're Nick Sirianni, to run, you know, Jalen Hurts and scramble him and try and get first downs and stuff like that in a game you have to win? This offense for Philly is going to be remarkably different. So to me, I think you have to keep playing. You just don't know. I mean, you just don't know. You've got to this point. The Eagles have had three. This will be their third chance for them to clinch. Yeah. And they haven't yet. The the pressure's on them. The pressure's on them to maybe have to play a Jalen Hurts that is legitimately hurt. And and if I'm the Cowboys, I, I have to play. I have to play until A, Philly loses. Or you know, or be there in the point, uh, or Philly wins. Uh, excuse me, and I just have to keep going. If the score turns out to be, you know, thirty-four to seven, Philadelphia, then now I can adjust my game plan and do what I need to do. But it, if it's if it's a nip and tuck back and forth game, you have to keep playing along. And I I personally think with the Commanders, I don't see the Commanders quitting in this game this week. I I, I just don't. I, Ron Rivera teams generally don't. Yeah, they looked bad against the Browns last week. Yeah, it was not- bad. And, and it was because of Carson Wentz. Yeah, Carson ter- Carson Wentz just takes the ball and throws it and hopes for the best. You know, that's what he this this defense. I mean, they had goal line stands, fourth down. They had all these stand. They had you know fourth down stands, and their offense their offense still has like yeah like. You get Terry McLaurin has not done anything against the Cowboys, but no, that, that's a guy that Diggs has consistently stopped. That's a guy that Diggs has got his number. But can you, you know, can you, you know, what about Dotson and people like that? You know, I mean, we'll see. Samuel, you know, Logan Thomas. I mean, they've got legit Brian Robinson. They could legitimately run the ball on you. You know, they're going to do things to make it easy on this quarterback. But I. I think you're going to be in. I think you're going to be in for a tough game this week. I really do. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus I was talking to some people in Washington. They said that uh, while Brian Robinson's a good player and he's been a remarkable story this year, uh, from what you studied with them this week, does he look hurt? Because that's one of the things that I heard is that he he's 
banged up right he now. He's banged up. Yeah, he, he's, he, doesn't, uh, he's, he doesn't look healthy while he's playing in recent. No, no. If you go back and you watch some of the games that they played, though, he he is he is he's taken a lot of hits. Now, this guy's six two, about two hundred twenty pounds. With the football in his hands. You yeah, know, you you better bring the big boy pads and pants, even if he's banged up a little bit. You know, they've had to deal with Antonio Gibson has been a little hurt. He didn't play last week. You know, Williams is the other back that they use. But Brian Robinson didn't play the first time around. And they had a little bit of success running the football. The problem was they got in some situations where Carson Wentz took some sacks, you know, and they got pressure and they got guys that, you know, the, the, they run twist on inside and all of a sudden, uh, you know, the guard, the left guard doesn't block the linebacker on the blitz. And now it's a sack, you know, so they had some issues in that game. A lot of it, I think was Carson Wentz. Yeah, I, th- I think I, I think that was a ton of it uh, yeah. for them there. Uh, by the way, uh, really quickly, we'll we'll reference uh, unsurprising breaking news: uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame announces Demarcus Ware is one of their finalists for the class of 2023. Shouldn't have ever been here in the first place. Should have been elected last year, mm-hmm. uh, but you know that that was a, a a little bit of a game that was being played. Uh, back to the conversation though about the idea of that if they they win the game but ultimately don't change their playoff seating. Yeah. Um, because you had to play it I out. So yeah, that's I don't, the, yeah. But but I'm curious for you, what are some of the things that you can still take out of it as, hey, look, it was positive to play the game regardless of, of the playoff seating because of this? Because I, I look at a few things. I look at it's an opportunity again to get Nashawn Wright some yes. competitive reps. Yes, yes. It's, a, it's an opportunity again to let T.Y. Hilton and Dak Prescott work in a a lower-pressure situation to work with each other and feel each other out at game speed. And it's another thing that you've talked about. It's going to be tight with Tyler Biotish in the wild-card game if they have to play then. It gives them a a full game to kind of figure out offensive line combinations uh, and and decide what they want to do there. So I think that even if you don't impact your playoff seeding with this game, there's still value that can be had coming out of this game and things you can – you know, uh, learn about your team and adjust about your team as you head into the playoffs. It's not a completely meaningless game that you play if if, if you get this opportunity. Yeah, I, you're absolutely right. I, Damone Clark's another one. Yes. You know, I mean, you know. Played get, much better last week, I yeah, think. Yeah, keep, keep getting him work. Keep getting right work. Uh, keep finding ways. Uh, you're right. They they need better continuity on the right side between Zach Martin and, Ty, and Tyron Smith. You know, they need better. They, they you know, let's. Does it give the opportunity for, um, you know, does it give McGovern an opportunity to get more reps at center? You know, right. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that, you know, going into the playoffs because hopefully you'll get Farniak back. You know, hopefully you get, uh, you know, you, you get uh, the center back, Biotish. You know, I, I honestly, I believe you're going to get uh, uh, Hankins back and you're going to also get Vanderesh back. So these are all things like, the guys that are playing those backup positions right now continue to give them opportunity. They got to figure out what's going on at right tackle and, and right guard because it's their yeah. block. Their blocking is not as clean as you would think two Hall of Famers would. But that's they just haven't played together a lot. And you know the most plays that they can get here uh, will, will help them because they're going to have to be able to block some of these fronts uh, that they're about to play in the playoffs. On the the question of of you know the of Washington playing this game out and and some of the different things that they can do where where are you most concerned about 
I'll, let me let me rephrase the question. Let me let me change it up a little bit. If they go out here, knowing that there are different ways that Washington can challenge you, even with nothing to play for and do certain things, would it be concerning to you still if you ended the season with a loss to Washington before the playoffs? Would that concern you that that you, if you did drop the game, even if they're a competitive football team and they, they've got guys that can hurt you, would it be a, a concerning omen to you heading into the playoff weekend to say, man, you really didn't want to lose that one to Washington, even if it didn't have playoffs? Yeah, it, yeah, it would concern me because – I do believe in my heart that the Commanders are a playoff team. I, I do. I think better they, than the Giants. I absolutely. I think they got worked. I think they got worked in that game where Ter, uh, Terry McLaurin lined up offsides, or they said he was offsides, or it was a legal motion. There should have been a pass interference call. There wasn't. Uh, yeah. Did the Commanders? Did the Commanders uh, give away a game to the Browns last week? They absolutely did. But they made the mistake of playing with Carson Wentz. They should have known better. That that team right there, I would challenge you of, of the teams that the Cowboys have played with receivers that have been good receivers. This team, this team they're about to play. When you talk about McLaren and Samuel and Dotson, that's pretty three good, pretty darn good receivers out there. So to me, and then Logan Thomas, I to me, I just this team's done something that you couldn't do: beat Green Bay, beat Jacksonville. You know, beat Philly with Jalen Hurts. Beat Philly with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I mean, to me, this is you lose to you. There's probably no shame to it, but there would be shame that if you let a first-time quarterback, you know, light you up and you lose this game. Yeah, that would be uh that would be that would be something that I don't think you'd be too happy about, especially. Especially Bobby, when you're trying to win the game. Yeah, one more uh, note for you here uh, about the the Hall of Fame. Uh, as as we before we go into the Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag, uh, this one will make you smile, Brian. Uh, Michael Galkin tweeting: Cowboys great Chuck Howley is a senior finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So uh, yeah. that is that is good news. Is that one overdue? I know you still yeah. you you will you will the the one that'll make you the most happy is when eventually. The Cowboys and the Pro Football Hall of Fame recognize Harvey Martin. I know that'll be the one that that you you'll be waiting on. But Chuck Howley, that one over, long overdue for you. Yeah, Chuck Howley was a Chuck Howley was a tremendous player, uh, MVP on a losing Super Bowl team. I don't think that's ever happened. Only time. Uh, yeah. So um, I I love the fact that Chuck Chuck Howley's getting the recognition. I just wish the Cowboys would put. Harvey Martin in the ring of honor. And I say this in no disrespect, no disrespect to, uh, to our guy that, uh, from the San Francisco, for, from uh, the San Francisco 49ers, uh, from, uh, uh, John Lynch. No, no. The defensive end, the defensive end, that Charles, the Haley. Charles Haley, um, no disrespect to Charles Haley. Charles Haley was drafted by the San Francisco 49ers, played on Super Bowl teams for the 49ers, played on Super Bowl teams here. I'm not discounting his, his what he's done for the Dallas Cowboys, but I know growing up in the 70s and going to game, Harvey Martin, If you before they kept sack numbers, they went back and they got all kinds of sack totals, incredible sacker, incredible player, Super Bowl champion in his own right. For the Dallas Cowboys, you know, I, I just with the Joneses, if I could just ever say one thing to them, 
and I think they realize this, but I don't know how much they realize it. This football team was really good before 1989 when they purchased this team. This team didn't start in 1989 and is presently where it's at. From 1960 to 1989, it was a really, really, really good football team. 20 years of winning seasons, playoff success, Super Bowl success. You know, there are some players like a Harvey Martin that need to be in the ring of honor for what they did for this organization. I get it. Charles Haley, I appreciate it. But to me, I'll always remember Charles Haley as a San Francisco 49er. I always well, was it who who was his presenter at the Hall of Fame? Was it Carmen Policy? Who was it? It was somebody with the 49ers. I think it was Eddie DeBartolo, who the, yeah, owner, no, no, the owner. it was Eddie. They didn't was, Jerry Jones went out of his way. Jerry Jones went out of his way to put to put him in the ring of honor so he would be accepted into the Hall of Fame. He went out of his way. Charles Haley is a tremendous player. I'm not trying to I'm just saying. If you want to know the real history of the Dallas Cowboys, Charles Haley is on the is a Ring of Honor player for the uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. He's also yeah. a Hall of Fame member for the San Francisco 49ers. You know, he also had Eddie DeBartolo, the owner of the 49ers, give the speech for him. Yep. That, that, I mean, it's, it's, it says it says everything really. That, about- that says that says a lot to me. If Harvey yeah. Mar- if Harvey Martin were alive, and you know, he would probably have now somebody from, you know, somebody from that era. There's no Tech Shram, uh, Gil Brandt, you know, guys like that. But, you know, so it's just it's just unfortunate, I think, that that to me that uh, that that Harvey's not in the ring of honor. That's that's a fair point. I, I, I knew you were passionate about Harvey Martin. I am. Uh, uh, so that that's I, I know that's one of your uh, your your guys that you'll well, go back. Only because Charles Haley's in the ring of honor for the Cowboys. That's fair. It's a, it's a, it's a fair take, to be honest. You are listening to the Love of the Star po- podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.